Yoma Perik Dalit Dalit to Perik He Bet Mishnah Dalit. On Kippur, the Kohen, in addition to the two ketoret that he brought every day, morning, afternoon, he brought an additional ketoret special for Kippur. All three were unique compared to the rest of the year. How? All year long, he scooped the coals with a silver shovel and transferred those coals to a golden shovel to bring into the Hechal. But on Kippur, he only used a gold one. So he scooped out with a gold one and brought in that very shovel. All year long, the silver one that he scooped the coals out held four kabim, and he transferred it to the gold shovel, which only held three kabim, so that it would overflow and be kabod shamayim. But on Kippur, he, like we said, he only used the gold one, which only held three kabim, and he scooped that and brought that same shovel in. Rabbi Yoseh argues all year long. He says the silver one held six kabim, not just four. All year long, the shovel was heavy. The golden shovel was made out of thick gold. But the gold shovel for Kippur, for all three ketorits, was made thin out of thin gold, to be less burdensome on the Kohen. And that's also why we let him use one shovel, to be less burdensome on him. All year long, the handle to the shovel was short, but on Kippur it was long, so it could rest on his arm and be easier to carry. All year long, the golden shovel was made out of yellow gold, but on Kippur, in honor of Kippur, it was made out of red gold, which is Mohashuv. These are the words of Rabbi Menachem. The additional ketoret for Kippur was unique compared to the other two on Kippur itself, in that it was only two cupped handfuls worth of spices, whereas all year long, it was half a maneh in the morning and half a maneh in the afternoon. And on Kippur itself, half a maneh in the morning, half a maneh in the afternoon. And also, this Kippur one was unique in that it was daka minha daka, not just daka. Mishnah he, all year long, Kohanim and the Kohen Gadol included, would go up the ramp on the east side, which is the right side of the ramp. So this way, when he finishes serving, he walks around the Mizbeach without having to walk across the width of the ramp, because it's not kavod. And then he would come down on the west side of the ramp. But on Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol, to show Hashem's love for Am Yisrael, and specifically for the Kohen Gadol who's representing us and bringing us kapara, the Kohen Gadol would walk up the middle of the ramp and come down the middle of the ramp. According to the Bi Yehuda, all year long, the Kohen Gadol also would go up the middle and come down the middle. The Mishnah continues, All year long, the Kohen Gadol would wash his hands and feet from the Kiyor, just like the other Kohanim. But on Yom Kippur, in honor of Kippur, he would wash his hands and feet from a golden pitcher of water. Rabbi Yehuda holds that even the rest of the year, the Kohen Gadol would wash from the golden pitcher. Mishnah Vav, according to the Bimeir, all year long there were four ma'arachot. And on Kippur, according to all the shitot, they added an extra one. What were the four all year long, according to the Bimeir? The ma'arachah gedola for burning the evarim of the Olat Hamid. Another ma'arachah for getting the coals for the daily ketorit. Another ma'arachah for having a constant fire on the Mizbeah. 
A fourth ma'aracha, if the limbs of the tamid did not get burned overnight, so then the next morning they would transfer them to this fourth ma'aracha. And like we said, for the ketoret of Kippur, to get the coals for that ketoret, so on Kippur they added a fifth ma'aracha. Rabbi Yoseh holds that all year long there were three, not four. Because if the evarim of the olat tamid did not burn overnight, they would just burn them on the side of the ma'aracha gedolah, not on a separate ma'aracha. And Rabbi Yehuda holds that all year long there were only two ma'arachot. Because he holds that we don't need a special ma'aracha that for a constant fire on the mezbeah. And halacha is like Rabbi Yoseh, who's right in the middle. They brought the Kohen Gadol a large spoon and a shovel filled with the Ketoret spices. He cupped his hands together and scooped out spices from the shovel and he emptied out his scooped hands into the large spoon. If he had large hands, then there were more spices into this large spoon. If he had smaller hands, then less. Also in the Kodesh Kodashim, when he poured from the spoon into his cupped hands, he poured it into his very cupped hands, not some keli that was the size of his cupped hands. Now that he had the spoon with the ketorit, he held that spoon in his left hand because he picked up the shovel filled with coals, the other shovel that was filled with coals, he picked that up with his right hand because that was heavier and more dangerous, it was hot. And now he entered the Hechal, and he's walking west towards the Kodesh Kodashim, and now he reached the two curtains that separated between the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kodashim. Between the two curtains was an Amma. Rabbi Yosef disagrees. He holds that in the second temple, there were not two curtains, like Tanakh Amma maintains. Because in the desert there was a curtain, and there was only one. But, but again, the Hachamim hold there were two curtains by the second temple. The outer curtain was folded on the south side to the Kohen Gadol's left so that there would be an opening for him to enter. And the inner curtain was folded on the north side, meaning when you're facing west on the right side, to leave an opening for him to enter. So he entered on his left and then he walked north. He reached the other opening and then he entered And now he turns left, and now he's walking south. So as he's walking towards the middle of the Kodesh Kodashim, the parochet is to his left. Once he reached the middle of the Kodesh Kodashim, where the Aaron used to be, he placed the shovel of coals on the floor between where the two badim used to be. And now he emptied the large spoon of spices into his two cupped hands, a very difficult avodah to do. And then he emptied the spices from his two cupped hands on top of the shovel of coals. And he heaped the spices on top of those burning hot coals and he waited till the entire room of the Kodesh Kodashim filled with smoke. Then he exited the same way he entered, walking backwards. And when he reached the Bayt HaHison, the Kodesh, he prayed a small prayer. He did not pray long in this prayer, not to frighten the Jewish people that they might think that he died. From the time of the end of the first Bet HaMikdash, when Nebuchadnezzar took away the Aaron, the only thing left in the Kodesh Kodashim was a stone that existed, that was in that spot from the original time of creation. It was first revealed to us in the days of the first Nevi'im, Shemuel HaNavi and David HaMelech. 
the name of the stone was the Shetiyah stone, the foundation stone. And God created the rest of the world by attaching clumps of earth all around this stone. This stone was elevated above ground level by three fingers worth. In the first Bet HaMikdash, the Aaron stood on top of this stone, but the stone also came out in front of the Aaron. And on that portion of the stone that was in front of the Aaron, that's where the Kohen Gadol placed the coal with the shovel with the burning hot coals, and then he subsequently burned the Ketoret.